guys. Welcome to another episode of Semi-Pro. I'm Coach Casey here with my co-host, Damo. Damo, what's going on, brother? I'm struggling today, man. Yeah. I was out at the Bolts game last night. Yeah, you had the company suite or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah my company paid for us to sit and watch the game in the suite. So we got to watch the, uh, the Panthers versus the Lightning, and it was a scoreless game. <laughs> so... What better to do when it's a scoreless game than get drunk? So is this like preseason hockey? Yeah, it's last yeah, preseason that's what game. I thought. Yeah. yeah, so you said something about unlimited uh, Miller Light or something. Yep, in the- <laughs> yep. unlimited beer, <laughs> unlimited food. Like I said, a scoreless game, man, and nothing else better to do. So... Yeah, you, so you told me on the way here this morning you were pretty hungover, so I, I went and got you some hangover juice, which you're sipping on right I'm now. I'm enjoying yeah. it right now, yep. <laughs> Today is September 29th, <laughs> so we're looking at a pretty good slate of games today. I saw quite a few good games on the docket, but obviously the one that we're most concerned with is at 4.30, Bears yep. versus Vikings. Uh, NFC North showdown, man. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? I think this is going to be a close game until the fourth quarter. I yeah. think it's going to be a defensive matchup, yeah. and then it'll, it'll, it'll break away in the fourth quarter. Obviously, in this one, I'm going to say Chicago. Yeah. I'm going to go 24-14. Yeah. That, I, I actually thought 2014, but yeah, yeah, I, I think I think Bears win it somewhere in the neighborhood of six to ten points, and it's going to be because Kirk Cousins, you know, throws a late interception returned yep. by Eddie Jackson Eddie or Jackson, something man. like that. Yeah, what, let's actually let's talk about that for a minute. How about Ha Ha Clinton Dix last week, man? Like, so here's a story about that, which really pisses me off. So I, I, I stream the game and I'm watching the entire pregame. I'm watching Moss talk about the game. I'm watching everything. And yeah. then it just snaps to eight minutes in the first quarter and we're up seven. <laughs> I missed the entire fucking thing. I had to catch it in a highlight. But nonetheless, it was a great pick. Yeah. So, so, but then he comes back in the second quarter and does the same shit. And he almost returned the second interception for a touchdown too. And, uh, uh, the, 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 you know, the commentators, or whatever, started talking about how Eddie Jackson basically, you know, called haha in the offseason when he was a free agent mm-hmm. and said, you need to come over to Chicago. Let's, you know, put the band back together kind uh, of thing. Cause they played when I think Eddie Jackson was a sophomore and, and haha Clinton Dix was a senior. They were in the same backfield together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can definitely tell that Eddie Jackson rubs off on haha because I haven't seen him this good in coverage since like his rookie season. I was going to say, yeah, the last maybe two or three years was, was haha out there. I know he was in Washington last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, he was getting toasted a few times. Yeah. A couple of times it's just, you could yeah. tell his eyes were in the wrong spot. Yeah, but in that, uh, in that game against Washington, he was jumping everything, yeah. you know? So yeah. I, I, I thought to myself, like, damn, now we have another Eddie Jackson and on the field. One, like, <laughs> week one, I was pretty sad about watching Amos end the game against yeah. us. Yeah. But week yeah. three, I feel a little bit better with yeah. Ha Ha stepping up. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Amos also got toasted for a touchdown in the Eagles game. So, you know, that's I, I said at the end of the day, I think we're going to like the trade-off between yeah. Amos and, and Ha Ha. Amos is more of a box-type, you know, safety mm-hmm. He can obviously make plays in in the passing game, but I, I just think Haha is the is the more explosive playmaker. He's the guy who can make a difference for us. And a lot of people disagreed with me, but then he went off in that game. I think he he had to have been NFC Defensive Player of the Week last week. Either, the either way, you pick your so. poison. You got yeah. Eddie Jackson back there, exactly. Too. So that's, you, you that's got a, a, another one to, to back him up. If and you, if and he so far, up. he's been quiet. <laughs> so which we're is, looking for a which is scary for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, the, the, the crazy thing about that was we were talking about this last week when we were recording the podcast about our fantasy woes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Going into the Bears game, I was down by 30 points. So it was definitely, a, you know, I was losing that game. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Bears have 25 defensive points. And I'm like, oh, my God. If if HaHa Clinton Dix had returned the second interception for a touchdown, I would have won that game. <laughs> it was the touchdown they gave up, too. It was, like, it was a garbage time touchdown. Exactly, yeah. McLaughlin, whatever yeah, no, I, I, I would have won if they had just uh, gotten a, either another turnover or a couple sacks or he had scored on that second defensive. I, so, I lost by 10, so, but I got 25 <laughs> points from the Bears. Yeah. I was like, damn, they damn near put up 35 points. Mm-hmm. So we're going to invite our guest to jump on the line here. So we got Cliff Lespinots joining us in the locker room. Cliff, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Appreciate y'all for inviting me to come over. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a little while. Yeah, believe it or not, we were really excited to get you on, and we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. So you're like Hollywood to us, you know, like <laughs> like, like we really wanted to have you on the show. Thank you. Uh, we're really glad to have you. You are, without a doubt, one of the most popular players in the state of Florida. Like everybody in the semi-pro game knows who you are. <laughs> and, you know, you're probably a top three player in, in, in Tampa Bay still, you know, in the Tampa Bay area. Like you still got the game, man. Yeah, man. I enjoy it, man. You know, yeah. I prepare just like an NFL player. We prepare, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, yeah. I study, you know what I'm saying? I work yeah. out, yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, I look at other guys in the league also that I play in. You know, I play in the FFA. Yeah. There's other guys I look up to, you know, that yeah. still play and say still balling. So, yeah. you know. It shows, man. It shows that you watch film because it's one thing for you to be athletically better than your opponents. But that's that doesn't mean anything if you don't know where you're going, reading your keys, you don't know what you're doing. And you play one of the toughest positions in football, middle linebacker, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, to, it, it shows that you watch film because you always shoot the correct gap when you shoot a gap. You're always there to clean it up if, if you know, if you're not blitzing. I've, I've been watching you for years now, man, and you're always my most feared defender that I have to game plan against and stuff, you know. So Can we talk about the signature move, <clears throat> blowing up a center? Let's talk about this. Man. How did this come about? You know, like, I'm a downhill linebacker. You know? I like come down here. I like contact. Mm-hmm. I was playing uh, with the Florida Thunder. This was in 20, 2009. Back then, I was only like two thirty five. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't big at all as I am now. You know, I started <laughs> two thirty five. I wasn't big at all because he's going about you know, two fifty, two fifty five right yeah, now. Right, right, exactly. So you know, uh, back then I was a finesse type of player. Um, but like, I would say about like like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. You know, I started like working out, getting in the gym, getting a little stronger. A lot of dudes in semi don't work out at all. You yeah. know, they just get up yeah. on the weekends and yeah. just go play ball. Yeah. I started I started blitzing, like coming downhill yeah. and taking on taking on linemen. And I'm yeah. like, man, I can I can push these guys around, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? Let me just see, you know what I'm saying, yeah. what I can do. So yeah. that's when it came about that I can't you know, if I can smack him pretty good, yeah. I can get him down, yeah. you know, I can it, blow up I can blow him up. Onto a fullback yeah. or whatever I'm saying, yeah. clog the hole up. It's it's one thing to to be a big body, but if you don't have any strength, you know. Right. And there's a ton of linemen in semi pro that just 
are just that. They're just big right. dudes, Correct. but they don't work out. You know, they don't get in the gym and stuff. So, yeah, if you get the upper hand on them, which in, in football is you touch them before they touch Correct. you, you win, you know. Right. And, yeah, I've seen you beast some linemen. I've seen you knock Big Lenny on his ass. <laughs> I've seen you knock a few dudes down. Actually, I try to get one at least one a game. Yeah, you know? yeah. That actually, that's going to bring me to the curveball I told you I was going to throw you. Levi Gordon said to ask you about the time you thought you caught him slipping and he got you with the peripheral vision. <laughs> no, he, you know, I, 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 you know I, I, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. So yeah, I say, Le- man, for, for the viewers, uh, the listeners, Levi's 6'8", 330 pounds. Right. So. Yeah, so I say, I say, man, but a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of people was taking notice of me doing this. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. they're always looking out. Yeah. He was on alert. So yeah. I, I tried yeah. to catch him. I tried yeah. to catch him, man. It, it was like hitting a brick wrong, man. I just ricocheted I, off of him. But man. I got I to gotta tell you, though, man, you are not alone in that because uh, I've been to a few metal shows with Levi. <laughs> and Levi is, he's a literal fucking wall. Yeah, um, He, first of all, even though he's 6'8", he actually has a very low base, and when we go to the metal shows, he'll he'll go right into the mosh pit, and I'm always thinking, like, somebody's going to target him because he's so big, right? But we went to this one metal show a couple years ago, and it was like watching just murder, right? Like, like all, all these people, you just see bodies flying, and Levi is just standing straight up, just kind of, like, throwing forearms and stuff, you know? And I would see all these, geez, big dudes just flying through the air, you know? And Levi was just part in the Red Sea in that in that mosh pit, so... He he always surprises people because people think like, oh, he's big and tall. I'm gonna take him down, yeah, yeah. but he's got a really low base, man. Like uh, that's, a, that's a big ass avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he he told me to hit you with that one, yeah. man. And since we were talking nah, about lying. taking linemen off their feet, yeah, yeah, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. yeah. And he also he also had a really deadly move that he used to hit linebackers with when they would try to uh, shoot the gap, where he would just throw that forearm up and hit him right in the throat because <laughs> he's six eight, you know. N- Normally, a lineman throws a forearm, it hits you right, right here, right yeah. here, right? Like, he throws a forearm, and it hits you right here in the Adam's apple, you know? Yeah, he damn near crushed Steve Bybee's throat one time doing that. When Bybee shot the gap, he just hit him right in the throat, and he goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So, yeah, man, let's uh, let's start from the beginning. You know, how old were you when you got into the game, and, and where were you, what area were you playing in? Well, I, first time I, I suited up was in high school, but I didn't play high school football. You yeah. know, like I got to play like in the um, spring game at okay. school. Yeah, uh, went to East Bay High School. Okay, and um, at first, <laughs> believe it or not, I was a receiver. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, not really a receiver. They called it a split end because we yeah. ran, we ran, yeah. we ran a wishbone. Yeah, we run a wishbone there. Right. Yeah. So they, they they don't they don't pass the ball yeah. at all. Uh, so yeah. you out there as a decoy. Yep, and um, so. <laughs> uh, they were, I think they was running like a, a toss or something like that towards the receiver side, and they sent me on a crap block, and I lit the linebacker up. <laughs> that's like, when you fell. That's <laughs> when the coach was like, "Put him at linebacker." Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. I started playing linebacker then, but yeah. then my grades were bad, so yeah. I never got to play like in the uh, in the jamboree or right. anything like that. So right. then. By the time my grades were good, the only thing I could play was basketball in mm-hmm. high school. So I never got mm-hmm. to play football in high school. Mm-hmm. And flat, like fast forward till I was like 23, like a grown man. Yeah. Then I started playing tackle football, like semi-pro football. Really? And yeah. how'd you how'd you figure out semi-pro? Uh, actually, I was on, um I was going to work. Um, I was on the downs, uh, 
a city bus going to work, and this guy walked in. He got in. He's like, man, um, you got some size on you. You ever play football? I was like, football? Like, nah, I'm like, what, at the park? Uh, I know, like like tackle football. Yeah. I said, nah, man, I, I ain't never played. But I come out and say, check it out. You know, it was the Tampa Bay Bulldogs. This was like 2005. Yeah. You know, so I go out there and I suck bad, man. I was trash. I was trash so bad. And um, it took me like two years to get like decent. You know, like like 07, I started like, you know, actually getting the, you know what I'm saying, the yeah. groove, whatever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then um, I played with the Bulldogs. And then 2009, I went to the Florida Thunder. Yeah. Then I broke out. You know, yeah. that was the, our first year in the FFA. I won yeah. a defensive player of the year in the FFA that year. Yeah. So within my third year of football, I won my first MVP. That speaks to a couple of different things, your athleticism and your work ethic, because you started really playing at the age of 23. Yes, sir. Most, most of your top level, you know, four or five star athletes and shit, they're playing, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. Right. So you developed into, in my mind, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you have what it takes to be an NFL linebacker. Obviously, the, your age is a factor, and that's why they would never, you know, consider. Okay. But 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 six seven years ago, you and and you were still at the level you're at now. Then you could have easily held your own in the NFL as a linebacker. You're a big dude. You're fast. You can tackle, which is a huge problem in the NFL now because nobody knows how to tackle anymore. Yeah. You kind of came up in the game when that was still a thing, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, tackling was still was was still a thing. But nobody's tackling anymore. Everybody's just loading up with a shoulder and, and trying to blast people and shit. And right. if you if you do that to somebody with a low base, they just bounce off you and keep going. You know, <clears throat> here's something that that I've noticed watching you two playing with you, and even last year was I think once it was this your first pick six. Um, that was my second. Second? Okay, but cover. Yeah. Cliff can cover, man. Yeah, he can. I, I've watched you, yeah. you You go against some of the more shiftier guys. Well, so, like he said, he watches film, too, so he reads the quarterback. He knows, like, how to, how to you know, figure out where the ball's going. So A lot of that came from um, uh, Coach Hurley at, at the Patriots. Yeah. You know, he's a he, he's an ex-DB, you know right. what I'm saying? He right. the Cowboys, played right. in the CFL, yeah. uh, played arena football. He, he taught me a lot about uh, coverage because – I was mostly downhill. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, like, once he broke it down to me, it was, really, it was easy. It was yeah. real easy. You know, now I feel more comfortable. Yeah. You know, I feel more comfortable with my coverage. Before, I was just, like, kind of, like, guessing, like, man, what should I be, you know? Mm. What, what should I look at? I didn't know what to look for, you know? I didn't know what to, what to look for. And I know what to be, you know? So I know, yeah. what, I know how to put myself in position. Yeah. You know, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you you remind me, actually, of a couple of different guys. When I first, when I coached against you for the first time, actually, the first person I thought of was Lance Briggs. Like, you remind me of Lance Briggs. <laughs> Big you, you even look like Lance Briggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny that you were talking about growing in from, you know, from a receiver to, to a linebacker because another guy you remind me of is Ray Lewis. And Ray Lewis was like a string bean when he started right. playing football. And then, you know, by the time he retired, he was a 260-pound, you know, middle linebacker. So you've grown into the position too. But again, early on, you figured out that if you could push those big dudes around that, you know, you were going to win the battle. Definitely. And you do. He he does. I mean, probably probably 75% of the snaps, his first step is, is you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Even if they are throwing the ball, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. So you started playing for the Thunder, 
started, so we're started at, with the Bulldogs. Then yeah, we started the the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're at about 2011, 2012. I think when I first discovered you, because I came home in 2012, and that's when I jumped on with the Hitman. Okay. But uh, you were with the Pirates, I think, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was with the Pirates for two years. Yeah. So how'd that come about? Um. I think it was uh, Felipe Small and yeah. Demetrius Ingram. Yeah, I remember Felipe. So in 2010, I went to the Gladiators, you know, yep. the, the Brains and Gladiators. Right, right. So um, they were like, man, there's a team called the Pirates, you know, the owner's real good, and Andy, you know what I'm saying, Andy yeah. on the team. So yeah. they're like, man, all of us from the Tampa area going over there. You know, at the time, it was only like maybe two two people from um, Tampa that were going down to Brains, you know. So I said, man, let me go check them out. <laughs> I ended up playing for both teams that season. So I played. <laughs> the Gladiators and the Pirates? I played like 23 <laughs> games that year. Jesus. I was so leaving. I was playing back? with. Yeah. And I you were in two different leagues. You were in the FFA and, and the, the UFF. UFF. I played both. I played Jesus. both teams. I was, leaving, I was playing with the Pirates, yeah. leaving the Pirates, going straight to the. And Jesus, play, play another full game. Again. Jesus, dude, that's in that, the same day. You same would, day. that that is I'm surprised that, you didn't break anything. Well, I know, and that's that's literally that's only something you would you would find from a, a like a, a an NFL prospect, like somebody who's going back and forth between like say semi pro and arena or right. arena and CFL or something like that. Like they might be playing multiple games, but they're that's doing it because skill, they're man. being yeah yeah. So. I felt like Deion Sanders, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see that from the skill position, Neo, you know, your yeah. receivers your quarterback yeah. rarely a running back but yeah. a linebacker you're, yeah. you're yeah. literally hitting every play and yeah. the way you play yeah and i did it man so and then it, it's crazy because and that was in 2012 we went to the championship with the gladiators yeah against the rays we lost right. 35 30 right and the pirates we made it to the conference championship in yeah. Miami, yeah. where we lost the championship like two weeks ago. Jesus. So he made again. the trip twice and he lost And then twice. lost yeah. again to the Brown yeah. Cowboys like, wow. with like 26 seconds left in the game. Wow. That's time lost it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> – so we'll get – I want to come back to that. I want to put a pin in that because the, the number of championship games that you've played in in oh, your career man. is insane. But at, basically after the Pirates, you moved into the, the new team, the Patriots, right? Like you moved over yeah. from, from yeah. the Pirates mm-hmm. to the Patriots. And I, I just found this out from McFadden when he was on the podcast, but he talked about how the Patriots was actually an offshoot of the Cobras, how the Cobras kind of sh- splintered into the Soldiers and the Patriots. Right. So then you made the move to the Patriots. The Patriots were good right off the bat, but they were they were okay. Yeah. Then then they overnight they exploded. Yeah. You guys went from like a six and four team or a seven and three team to like a, a nine and one team and then a ten and zero team. I mean, you guys yes. had a couple of undefeated uh, regular seasons, didn't you? We had back one. to back. Well, uh, we had <clears throat> one. We had one. We went to back to back championship games. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that at that point, you guys were like the number two ranked team in the entire country for semi pro. The Patriots were, and you probably had the best defense on the planet because yeah. there were there were games where you guys were either giving up zero points or some crazy like five point score to you know fifty five to five yeah, or some shit yeah, like that. Like so up. you guys were not you guys were not giving up points of any kind on defense. Yeah, uh, we had a great, great defense. We had a lot of guys that came well we had a few from the gladiators. Yeah. And you had a few coming from um the pirates. Yeah. You know, basically it was a it was it was just like a welcome home party for us, you know. Yeah. You know, a lot of us had been traveling yeah. everywhere. When the when the Patriots came, it was like, oh man, like a, 
you know, it was like heaven, you know. I'm like, damn, I'm, I get to play home now. I don't have to right. travel. Right. It was beautiful, man. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for, for you coming from a guy who played for two different teams in the same, you know, yeah. roundabout <laughs> season and traveling between Bradenton and, and like, St. Pete or Tampa, yeah. wherever yeah. the Pirates were at Blood the time. Shame. Yeah, that's yeah. that's nuts, man. Like, yeah, so I, I, I can imagine where you would be right at home with the Patriots. But, I mean, damn, you guys had between you – Jamal Butts, like I remember thinking to myself the first time I coached against you guys, I was like, this team literally has two NFL linebackers on their team. Like, like how is this even possible? Actual NFL size. And Jamal Butts ended up being the guy who, like a year later, would end my quarterback season by falling on his yeah. and oh, breaking yeah, his shoulder. That's right, that's Mark, right, yeah. yeah. yeah so, it kills my hopes of being a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there was you, Jamal Butts. But you also had like another big like six five defensive uh, end. Yeah, T man. Yeah, T man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys are just killing people. And then the back end was really good too. But I think that the front seven really. I think your weakness was the back end, yeah. and the yeah, front seven really disguised a lot of the the weakness that you had in your secondary and stuff. Definitely. If you guys got to the quarterback first and everything. Yeah. But it seemed like your bugaboo was the the, the bulls, man. Yeah, you know? man. <laughs> you know? We never could beat them when yeah. it mattered. You know, like yeah. they beat us in the championship in 2016. Yeah. 2017, we had them the first game, went yeah. down to Miami. We beat them in Miami. Yeah. Then had to face them again. That's that's why I thought for sure you were going to win the you championship know? because you guys got over the hump by beating them in the regular season, right. you know, giving you the confidence and stuff. And then did, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you guys lead in that game in the, in the, the second championship game against? the bulls you yeah, actually had we, we the lead first we yeah first yeah yeah we scored first yeah it sucks man like it's it's tough to put it all together but yeah. it, the crazy thing is is then you go from the patriots to the soldiers with the majority of that that patriots and the patriots right. basically splintered between the the soldiers and the glads correct yes sir and you took so much of that talent with you, and then the soldiers did the same thing twice. They went to two yeah. consecutive championship games, <laughs> right. and they lost the championship games. And that one with the the Phantoms was insane. You guys had like a twenty one point lead, yeah, lost it, man. and the yeah. Phantoms come back. Yeah. Win it by one. That, one, man. that to me, that's why I think Torres is the best coach in Florida, man, because like he got his guys out of the gutter. You know that any other team, if you were up 21 to nothing, that team would just be ready to yeah, get, hit the to bus and get the fuck out of there. On right? a championship game, but, no less. Um, but those guys came out in the second half, and they were like, this score is 0-0, and that's exactly how they played. Yeah, they played meanwhile, well, meanwhile, I think the soldiers played like it was 45 to nothing. You know, like you guys played like you were on top, and I don't know, just – a lot of collapsing happened in a four-year period between the the teams you were on with the Patriots and the teams that that you had with the Soldiers as well. You know, what is it? What do you think it is that 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 keeps a team from from sealing the deal in the championship like that when they're so good? Because that Patriots team was on another fucking planet. Well, the, the Patriots, you know, like you say, um, we had some issues in the back end, you know. Yeah. But we we just got. I mean. It was a game plan, you know. The Bulls yeah. are a vet, you know right. what I'm saying, a vet team. Right. And They've won, what, they, like four or five championships? In the FFA, they got yeah. five. Right. They got six. Right, yeah, FFA, yeah. You know, yeah. so when you play in the Bulls, you know, if, if you're up, you're not really up. Right. Um, I remember when we played them in 2017, the first game, we yeah. we winning by, like, 30 points, you know. I'm like, man, you stay focused because the Bulls are never out. You know, you can never count the Bulls out. And, really, we won that game by one. And we won that game by one because they went for two. 
Being the Bulls, they're cocky. Yeah, they're right. cocky. You know, they scored, right. and they could have went for the one, and yep. went, we could have went to overtime. Yep. They went for the two, you yep. know what I'm saying? And, they, yep. you know, they, we, we, we end up winning by one. So, yep. you can never count the Bulls out, man. And man, that championship game between the Bulls and the Orlando Rage in, like, 2013, I, that was one of the – I think that's the best championship game I've ever seen before because I watched that live. They had, like, a live yeah, feed on YouTube right. or something. Yes. And um, I watched that game as it was happening. And uh, the, the Rage were like the only team that beat the, the Bulls in the championship, and they came back and scored like you know three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yep. They had that nasty running back who was taking all those wildcats, oh, wildcat Levi. snaps. Yeah, Levi. yeah, yeah. That was a phenomenal game. But yeah, I mean, like if, if you are going to beat them, you're going to have to score forty plus points to to do it because yes. they're going to score points no matter what. Yeah, all the, all the all the championship games the Bulls play has always been high scoring. Yeah, it's never been a low score. So thirty five points was by the lowest. That was against us. So did they fold because uh, the Gladiators have won you know two straight championships now? So or three actually, right? They two, have two, two straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are oh, the Bulls still there? Yeah, the Bulls, the Bulls are still. They're still, they're still there. They just, just, you know, <laughs> they just can't get out. They're there because the Gladiators just, are winning now. They just I mean, can't it's get not out the that. Side. It's not. It's it's the Gladiators are are a stacked team. They're also well coached, but it's that it's just that thing of like for years, basically, if 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 the Bulls are in there, you're expecting yeah, the Bulls man. to win the championship. So they'll be back. I think they'll be back. So let's talk about it. So then after the Soldiers, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but you played in two consecutive championship games with the Patriots where, unfortunately, the team that you were on came up short. Right. Then two championships with the Soldiers, or was one. it just the one? Okay, one. so you were in that one championship game with right. the Soldiers where they lost. Right. And then you finally had the sense to join the the, the, the team that I thought you probably should have been on for two years, <laughs> right. the Glads, because the Gladiators had won a championship the year before, and you knew a lot of those guys, too, from your Patriots days. Well, I wanted to go back to the FFA. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to go – to the uh, FCFL. Yeah, the, the competition is just not not right. as good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, having played against FFA competition the majority of your career, why would you want to play against lesser right. opponents yeah. and stuff? That, yeah, that's how I felt. You know, yeah. I was like, if the soldiers had joined the FFA, I would right. probably would have stayed. Right. You know, I said I'm gonna. You know, I played. I went to the soldiers when the Gladiators. I mean, the uh, Patriots split. Yeah. Because you know they were like right there down the street. They were practicing maybe twenty minutes from my house. Right. And. I didn't want to play in the UFF, but I was like, I might as well go because a lot of my boys are going over there. Right, right. You know, so the next year I was like, man, I, I'm going back to the FFA. You know, I, I, I didn't want no forfeits. You yeah. know, I didn't want, you know, I want to make, and I want to, I like the championship weekend that FFA yeah. has also. Yeah, you know you're going to play all your yeah. games in FFA for sure. <laughs> we end up not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I still felt more comfortable yeah. over there. Right. Because you know, that's yeah. the league I played yeah. most of my career in. Like so, so then that begs the question, aren't the soldiers in the FFA this year? They are. But, but you're going to stay with the Glads because you already sealed the, the deal. Yeah, yeah, you already ring. sealed yeah. the deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that. So you basically, in over the course of your, what, uh, we're talking a, a 12 year, 13 year and career. Okay, so, so 16 <laughs> years you've been playing now. Right. And you've played in what five or six championship games? I played in um, Damn near consecutively. Yeah, consecutively. Yeah. I played in four yeah. consecutively. Yeah. yeah, and I played in overall six. Yeah, wow. So, and then you finally sealed the deal yeah, last year. Finally, with the Gladiators got finally. the got the monkey off your back and won that ship. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. So how'd that feel? Man, it was it, it was everything that 
I could imagine, like because I know they that, they let work, you hoist man. the trophy up when they when oh, they won. Man, so yeah, all that work, it was <laughs> yeah. like man, it was just like a, a breath. I'm saying breath of fresh air. I yeah. was ready. I was ready for this moment. Man. Yeah, I, I've been working so hard. Yeah, and I've been so close so many yeah. times. You know, yeah. like you know, with the rage. I think we should have won that game down in Miami. You know, right. we lost. We lost the game in the last minute. Yeah. And the soldiers, we we, yeah. we should have won that game. Yeah. And finally getting this one, it was. And I worked hard for it, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I was yeah. out there at uh, OTAs in like yeah. September last year. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that that's another reason why I want to say that that you you know would have held your own in the NFL because you prepare like an NFL linebacker does. You prepare like an NFL player. You 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 study. You not only do you work out, but you train. There's a difference between right, somebody yeah, who hits the gym. Work, right. You train for the game. You make sure that you're in tip top condition by the time you touch the field. And I got to say, you were talking about gaining weight and stuff. I remember when I saw you in 2016 when we were getting ready for that preseason game. That's I, I came out for that Soldiers game that happened like the week before, and I saw right. you, and, and and I was like, God damn, Cliff, what happened to your arms? Because you had these <laughs> right. fucking massive biceps, dude. You were walking around looking like old Greg Jones with the massive ass biceps, you know. And yeah, you were like, oh, you know, I've been doing a little bit of curling, <laughs> but, but you had these freaking Scott Steiner biceps going on in 2016, 2017. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, like I have no doubt about it that if you had if the right people at the right time had seen you playing, you know, especially at the high level that you started at, you definitely had NFL talent and you still do. But again, at 36, you know, (laughs) you know, the only guys who are still playing at that level now at that age are the guys that are hall of famers, you know, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So you finally sealed the deal with the glads. So now you're looking at defending that championship this year. Yes, sir. How do you like your prospects? Man, we're looking good. You know, with the guys that we have now, we yeah. have a lot of guys coming back. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of new guys that's joining the team that's yeah. not even from this area that just got yeah. here. Right. Um, you know, we got guys that play actually with the Patriots. Yeah. That didn't play last right two because years, they've, yeah, you know? they've, yeah they yeah they they didn't have a team right. and yeah. they didn't want to go to the soldiers right and yeah. they're coming back this year to us you know yeah. so I I think we. In the north, we look. Our chances are great. You yeah. know, uh, like I don't yeah. see nobody beating us out of the north. Who's the Who's the competition? The River City Commandos. They're not in even the coming back this year. Okay, yeah. So, so they're gone. So I think our competition probably would be like. Don't you have the soldiers in the north? Who the soldiers? Soldiers. Ah, who? Nah, I said Tall Hill. Tall Hill is probably give us a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Talk nah. about shots fired. Yeah. That was a, that was a I shot like, across the bow like, right like, there, man. <laughs> I like the Tar Heels to make a run in the north, though. I, um, last year they, you know, they did get beat by the soldiers, but yeah. they, they lost a lot of guys to the yeah. arena team, yeah. you know. But yep. I think that they, they'll bounce back this year and yeah. they'll make a run. Definitely. Yeah, and the, and the Tar Heels have been uh, building for the last few years. I followed yeah. them a bit, and they've they've really um, you know stepped up their game the last couple of seasons. So. I, I agree with you. I think that they they will probably be your toughest competition. And then in the South, you got the, what the the Bulls, and then you know who's the who's the other big cat in the South? It's gonna Chiefs. be the Bulls. Um, nah, I, I, Chiefs will give them a run. All those guys. See, when you know, you know, you, yeah, people around your area, you gonna right. battle out, you know, right. like that. But the Chiefs will make a run. But I think the Wolverines and the Bulls probably gonna be Wolverines and Bulls. Yeah, gonna be in the cha- yeah. in the conference championship for the South. A person I like to see the Bulls. I've lost too many to them. 
<laughs> yeah. I can get one yeah. from him. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. the Glads is definitely so, the team to beat the yeah. Bulls for sure. Yeah. So if you go to the championship, you defend the ring against the Bulls, and you win in the last minute, do you retire on top then? That's, you can't uh, get better than that scenario, right? Yeah, but... No, I can't. Then we gotta, you know, then we gotta come back and win in another one to, because the St. Pete Sharks won four in a row in semi-pro. That's like history, you know. I wanna, I wanna, I would like to have that. Oh, you're part of something like that. Record-breaking. Definitely. Because yeah. yeah. if we win this third one, we'll be a dynasty in the FFA. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because nobody has ever won three in a row. Yeah. You know, two in a row, yeah, but not yeah. three in a row. You guys are definitely poised to do it, man. Uh, I, I think you're the best team in the state. You got any funny stories? Memorable oh, yeah. moments? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember a story uh, with the Patriots. A guy came from the – he spit for the Decepticon. A receiver came out <laughs> And practice, oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> practice with the Patriots. You know, we was happy to have him because, you know, we heard he was a good receiver, you know. But he came out for one practice, and um, our quarterback put a little heat on the ball and uh, took a finger with it. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I, I think his name was Damo. He pointed, <laughs> he pointed right at the knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. All right, Damo. He put you under yeah, the, uh, so the lens a, here. He, he, he lobbed it up for me on this one. <laughs> yeah. So you, I've already told the story about the the game, and it was the, we've talked about it with Matt. Uh, the the Pirates game going into the Patriots game that the year prior. Yeah, yeah, your hand was messed up. So I, yeah. I go out for a, a pass. I go up to catch it. I miss it, but I land awkwardly and I, I knock my knuckle out of out of place. So season goes on. I play with. I actually blocked the kick that game with the same yeah. hand. Yeah. And uh, so I go on, never get it healed. I, I I went to urgent care. It was like a four hour wait. Said forget it. So <laughs> yeah, because I was the one who actually talked you into going go out for the Patriots in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. I go out to the Patriots practice, yeah. and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm late already to start off. So everyone's already on the field. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't want to come on to the to the field like that. I don't want to be the last guy on. So I come out the very first route, which. Standard for any any team is a slant route. Yeah. Very fucking first route was a slant, and, and yeah. Ryan, right? Ryan. Yeah. Ryan puts everything he has in his fucking Yeah, man. I, <laughs> and it damn near took my finger off. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and the coach is like, "You can't drop that." And I'm like, yeah. "I, I want to say my hands damn near broken right now." Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, "All right, I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back in the line, do my push-ups. I make a couple more catches, then." It's a, I want to see the post or it was something down the field. And he did it again. He did it again. It's like 30 yards down the field. Yeah. He puts this thing on a fucking yeah, rope. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't yeah. catch from this guy. <laughs> I actually, I actually want to talk about that. Let's go back to the, the, the day that basically ended my, 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 my coaching career <laughs> was the, uh, the, the Eagle, the war Eagles. We were officially the war Eagles at this time versus the Patriots. Listen, I'm going to be honest, Cliff. I knew we were going to lose that fucking game, but <laughs> 59 to 18 is ridiculous. And Cliff was pissed because they didn't score 60. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> so, I was. So, I was hot. I was so hot. Here, here's the thing. If you had seen the team that we were when we played the Pirates, it would have been a much closer game. I think you guys would have won by 14, 17 points. But the game, the team that we showed up with to the Pirates game was a complete team. The team that you guys saw with the Patriots – I had one fucking offensive lineman at that Patriots game compared to the week prior where or two weeks prior when we played that first preseason game where we had our entire starting front line. Only one of my offensive linemen made the trip. I ended up plugging in three defensive linemen and a receiver named Shane Jones in on offensive line against you guys with the Patriots. 
If so talk you, about talk about the worst game for your team to not show up. It's when you're playing the number two team in the entire country and you're trying to going into your second season with the APDFL make a statement that, hey, we are one of the here. top teams <laughs> in this league. If we had lost by two touchdowns, everybody would have been like, holy shit, this team's for real. And that was my plan. My plan was we're probably going to lose this game by two touchdowns. But, you know, once uh, once they realize, you know, where we're at, they'll respect us. Everybody will. Going going into that game, man, I I had a different outlook. So before I got to the field, my mind, we're coming off the two wins. Uh, we just played the Pirates. We just dominated that game. Yeah. In my mind, all right, I and this is just me. I'm the I'm the the go to receiver. I, I'm gonna get us some points. I'm also playing defense. I'm gonna make yeah. some stops. Right. We can. We got a shot. We yeah. got. I know it's the Patriots, but right. we got a fucking shot. Yeah. So I get to the field. Actually, before I get there, I'm still trying to find it, and I get a text from you. Can you hit up Javel to see if he can come out? Exactly. Yeah. Worst even, case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Worst case scenario. On the Decepticon. Yeah. So it's like, hey man, I know you and you're not even playing ball, but can you come to the field right now in 20 minutes and suit up? So that's going into the field. I'm taping up, still trying to call people. And and I was looking for him to play center too, not defensive line. Yeah, like yeah. that's how bad it was because we had no offense. I think you guys scored on the kickoff or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, right, right to start right the game. Yeah, first, yeah. Play, yeah. Yeah. first play of the game starts off fifty yard bomb to me. I don't know if you remember. I caught it, yeah, and right. it, if you put it in front of me, it was a touchdown. Yeah, when he yeah, put yeah, it yeah. to the inside, and I had yeah. to go in. So in my mind, yeah. we still got this. That yeah. matter, fuck the kickoff. We yeah. still got this. Yeah. And then they they realized you can just run up the left, the well, left right, side right. of the field. Right. So so I want to go back though because I had a game plan going in and it actually worked. When 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 we executed our game plan, it worked. There were two things. One, I'd been watching Brian for like two years. And I told everybody after we, we, we came and scouted you guys at the Soldiers game in Tampa, I said, defense, here's how you beat this team. Play trail technique because this dude throws the ball on a laser every play. And he basically – he reminds me of Tom Brady in that he basically throws a straight-line bullet no matter how far down the field yeah, it is, does. right? And I told the defense, I said – Play trail technique, and you will get the interception, or you will put your hands on that ball. And you were pissed after the game because he threw three interceptions. And the funniest part was they 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 like were basically saying to themselves like, "This is our year. You know, we're going to rebound after that championship loss. We're going to win it." And he after the game, we were talking, and he's like, "Our quarterback can't be doing that shit, man." Like, <laughs> but but it was it was my game plan. My game plan was play trail technique because this quarterback throws on a rope. And we put ourselves between the receivers and the ball. But by the time, you know, he threw his first interception, we were already down like 21 to nothing or some shit like that. And, and then, uh, you guys had Bing then, right? Yeah, Bing. We had um, it was Eric. A, yeah. Who was it that went off like 200 fucking yards on us? Was well, the uh, running back? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was the little guy. Uh, Bing, n- number Bing. 25? Number yes, 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so right. So, so here's the other thing about that. Every it didn't matter who the hell we plugged in on the defensive right side. They kept lining up, so we were running a three-four defense. Okay, Jason was our defensive coordinator, and I'll just go ahead and throw him under the bus right now because he. Did, I, I don't know what the hell happened, but he was running the defense, and no matter who we lined up on the defensive right side, the offensive left side, that linebacker was standing off the ball. And the defensive end was standing off the ball as if the the five technique was a linebacker. So we already had we had a linebacker exactly. Yeah. So there was nobody off. There was no one in front of the guard or tackle at well, all. We had a nose up. tackle, and we had what would have been a five technique there. But that guy kept lining up 
off the ball and then you got a linebacker who's out you know in playing like nine technique right on the line of scrimmage but there's nothing between him and the the nose tackle so you guys just kept running deep on your left and you killed us you you probably ran for like 500 yards in that game and it was all off of the defensive right side the offensive left side it was it was crazy man and the little guy ran all over us but then you had like a big, uh, uh, like number five or somebody like that, a really big dude who also ran wild he on ran us. Over us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, probably, um, that's probably Dante. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It was, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I, I literally kept switching out that that five technique, saying like, just make sure whatever you do, you contact the tackle and you're on the line. And no matter who the fuck I put over there, they were playing like middle linebacker, you know. What the fuck are you guys doing? Like, we have to have three down linemen <laughs> in order to make this defense work. And and we had also worked on basically the difference between stack and, and wide. Like, we were playing either sugar technique where the two linebackers walk up into the A-gaps, which right. you know all about. Right, right. Or we would play stack and have the middle linebackers kind of line up on the outside shade of the five techniques, right? Who would actually be three techniques at that point. So the linebackers would be making up for... The, the C and D gaps that weren't being covered by the linemen or if the linemen were in their in their base defense, Jesus Christ. When when we're in our base defense, then the linebackers should be in the A's and the the tackles would the ends would be in that five technique over the inside of the defensive or the offense tackles or whatever. None of that ever fucking happened. <laughs> so you guys just had free reign to run all over us. And I, I can't remember how many 50, 60 yard touchdowns they scored. But just... all of your all of your touchdowns, aside from the kick return, were just big runs. Big runs. You know? Yeah. yeah. Because we did have the secondary to match up against you guys and they did what I told them to do, which was play trail and and your quarterback threw three interceptions, and you were like, I'm going to fire his ass if he does that again. <laughs> well, he has a bad day. He has a bad yeah, day. Yeah, well, and but again, like, I, I like to take credit for that because I told the defense what to do, and we planned for it for two weeks knowing we had to play you guys, and so that was our game plan was just play trail, make sure you don't get beat, play trail, and then, you know, you'll, you'll have a shot. And that's what we did. The other thing was I had to throw the whole game because, one, we were behind, and, two – Mark Kegler had an arena tryout that day. Oh, so yeah. he came back beat up, okay? And my plan, yes. I smacked yeah, him yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my plan was my plan was to he didn't uh, finish that game. No, he didn't. He he, he he was out by the second quarter. Yeah. He if you remember, he busted a 45-yard run on you guys yeah. and mm-hmm. he popped his hamstring and it was because he'd been at like a 7-hour tryout for that Jaguars indoor oh, team yeah. that ended mm-hmm. up not happening. So, so then my, he's one of my best players. You know, my top three guys are Mark, the quarterback, Mark, the running back, and Damo. So right off the bat, I lose Mark, the running back. And then in the second quarter, I lose Mark, my quarterback, because Jamal, you know, tackled him from right. behind and fell the, on top of him and popped Aaron his Rogers shoulder. Tackle. Yeah, right. Popped his shoulder. And so now my other star guy has nobody to throw him the football. You, know, <laughs> you, you, know, know. Have, you guys didn't have Brett that year? He was oh, playing yeah, safety, yeah, yeah. and oh, Josh okay. was playing backup quarterback. So, okay. but Josh was the one who threw the touchdown pass to you too. Yeah. So, uh, can we talk about that pass? Did you, were you, you were you on the field? Yeah. I don't remember. I was pissed though. I yeah, yeah. You, you remember? Yeah. That play? Well, yeah, remember. because he was on the field because he 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 popped Josh. So we ran that double that reverse, and Josh caught the reverse, and the plan was for Josh to throw oh, the ball, yeah, but yeah. you were in Josh's I, face. That was the, yeah, um, yeah. But Josh still, you know, threw a fucking 60-yard bob down the field, and, and you're, all of your defensive yeah. backs are doing this. 
looking. Yeah, and hung. And then, and I can just remember after catching it, I could hear, oh shit, he yeah, caught yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and you yeah. see, I ran away with the yeah, ball like the, a loaf of bread. The, the, when you watch it on film, it's so funny because Damo comes out of nowhere on the on the screen, like the, so the defenders have no idea he's coming for the ball, and they're just going. We're going to get this ball. And then Damo like leaps onto the screen, catches the ball, and all three defensive backs were just, oh, shit. And then one guy ended up taking out the other two defenders because he dove for your legs, and the other guys had to go around him. So you just ran. It was just one guy actually noticed, like, oh, shit, he caught it. Let me do something. I'm like, it actually worked. So, so yeah, man, that, that was, that was the perfect storm of events because, um, you know, you guys are, you guys are already a, a, you guys are already an unstoppable. (laughs) I don't know if I want to go there or not. Uh, You, you guys are already an unstoppable machine, right? Like I said, my game plan was never to win that game because it's a preseason game. I wanted to see what we could do against you guys. And when we executed our game plan, it actually worked. But we we were missing our two star pass rushers. We were missing our entire offensive line minus one guy. So there was in a perfect scenario where the team that we were against the Pirates shows up against the team that you guys were. It would have been a good game. I wanted to watch y'all win off in the Pirates too. Yeah. You know, it was uh, at your home field, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we we thought we were going to be a much better team than we were with the with the Decepticons and. On paper, we were, and we should have been. But once I had half the damn team not show up to what should have been the most important game in their lives, you know, to show everybody, like, hey, we're not who who we were when we were the Decepticons. We're a much better team. And they decide, nope, it's the Patriots. I'm just going to go ahead and stay home. <laughs> I mentally checked out. The, the, the icing on the cake was honestly the thing with Yaz and the referee because – we were we were marching to score a garbage touchdown at the end of the game right. and and I wanted that momentum and stuff and then you know when that shit went down I just I, I it was happened right in front of me and I was like did this just happen like I, yeah. I've never seen anything like I, this I, in I my did, life like, I didn't unbuckle a strap I didn't do I literally grabbed my helmet and my bag and walked straight to work I've, I'm I've like, seen, I'm done with this I've shit. Seen, <laughs> I chased him down yeah I've seen some yeah. I, I've seen some crazy shit happen on a football field I've seen. Um, Obviously, players hit each other with their helmets and stuff like that, but I've never in my life seen a referee get no, a, no, have never. that happen. And I just, I was like, oh, oh, okay, I, I clearly don't want to be a part of this anymore because this is just insane insanity. And then we have a chance to redeem ourselves against the soldiers, right? And it happened again. The same exact thing happened, happened where – and, and, and the crazy thing is, like, we were still in that game with even less people than, than you know, showed up to the, the Pirates uh, – I mean, the That's Patriots true. game. And it's like, Jesus Christ, if you guys just commit to showing up, like, no practice, we can win a lot of games. The thing about that for me, man, what burned me out on that was – I don't know if you remember it, Cliff. We talked a lot of shit on Facebook around that time. I know, man. Around that time, we I, I hate guy, that shit. I, our that's why I'm not a so fan. So much shit. So we we won the Pirates game. We talked shit going into the Pirates game. That's why it was so anticipated. Yeah. Because then, even then, the Pirates had a few of our old guys like Baron, Arcellus, um, uh, Bands at the time. 
Yeah. He, he was uh, over there playing running back. So uh, it was a lot of shit and talking. That, that one hurt, too, because Bands was supposed to be, like, a returner. You yeah. Know, like, Bands was going to be a big part of my offense. And then he leaves because of the, the quarterback carousel. Like, yeah. not being sure if Brett or Mark's going to be the starter. Like, he's yeah. like, I'm just going to play with my boys in, in you know on the Pirates. So, so we, we go in, we win a game, and then we're facing number two in the in the nation, the Patriots. And me, at the time, as a competitor, I'm like, fuck this. We're winning this game. Yeah. We're winning this game. And everyone's talking shit, and I'm just let it let it go. And we get to the field, no one shows up. All right, you guys just didn't want to play them. Let's just let that ride. Let's put that behind us. That was expected. Let's go against our our rival, the soldiers. Talk shit again. All right, that's fine. Talk shit. Show up, back it up. And again, we get there. No one's ready to back it up. And the people that are talking the most shit doesn't <laughs> doesn't actually show up to the field. What was the score that game? Uh, 20 something. I want to say 26 to 12. Yeah, I was going to say it was 26, 27. Yeah, 26 to 12. We had the two touchdowns, and one was the. So, this is the other thing, too. And this is why, like, I, you know, I just don't listen to guys who don't know what the fuck they're talking about because I said that Austin, Austin was a quarterback of the future, and that's why Brett was going to play safety because once that shit happened with Mark, I was like, Austin's going to be my guy. You know, I put him in at the end of that game. And Austin completed four out of five passes, including the bomb to Josh for the touchdown. And basically, you know, Jason was like, oh, well, I don't think, you know, fast forward to when I left the team, then Austin becomes like a backup defensive end and he's not even listed as a quarterback. And it's like he's 6'4", 220 pounds. And he's mobile. got like the per- right exactly. He was a mobile like a Tim Tebow type. The dude you know. played receiver before that. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. no, everywhere. but they basically thought he was garbage. And I was like, this is this is what separates a good coach though from from a wannabe coach or a coach who doesn't know what the hell he's doing because a good coach can coach that kid up because he was only 19 years old at the time and he had played quarterback in JV, but never again after that, right? Like, I, w- I would have loved to have had time to work with him because he would have developed into, like, a Ben Roethlisberger type, you know, like, quarterback. Oh, yeah. And th- the fact that he was able to muster up that drive against the Soldiers when the Soldiers were killing us all game and had all that momentum and stuff with no – he had, like, no fear, no jitters, no nothing like that. He just went out there like he was playing in the backyard and just started slinging the ball all over the field. He started a drive. And he like, picked up a – he backed up – and, and he uh, picked up a bad snap. The, a snap hit the ground. He lost, like, 15 yards. He turned and threw it to you. Mm-hmm. And then you gained the, all that yardage back. 13 shimmies. Yeah, yeah. Gained, you gained all that yardage back. Then he hit, like, with pressure in his face, he hit, like, a nice swing pass to Quentin going down the sideline. And he hit another ball over the middle to Shane. And then the next play, he threw that bomb to Josh. And Josh caught that shit in triple coverage and ran it in for a touchdown. There's another one where they're like, oh, shit, he caught it. Yeah, yeah. Josh just actually, the funny part was, is uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe and Delgado. Little, little man, he was he was lined up at corner, and Joe's like only like you know five six, five right. seven, or whatever the hell. But safety help was over the top, but everybody got caught up watching that ball in the air, and Josh just came in behind them and went like this, and then turned around and ran for a touchdown. He just scooped it over the over the top of the defenders' heads, and then you know ran in for a touchdown. But it was it that was like the the straw that broke the camel's back for me because I was already like if we don't put in an effort in this game like I'm done you know and just having the turnout that we had and this I want to get into this because you're the kind of guy that I would have loved to have had on my team and I tried to get you one time (laughs) but 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 I understand like when when you're playing with an established team that you know is legit after how long you've been in in this game you know 
you can sniff bullshit out, right? Oh, and yeah. and for me, it's it's hard to establish a team when there are already established teams around, because then you get in a situation where I'm literally having to find diamonds in the rough because there's as far as football goes, there's nobody worth having. That's not already on a team. Right. So then I'm finding these fucking guys. You were talking about when, you know, somebody approached you about playing football. I, I found a running back who was slinging papers. I was like, you ever played ball before? You look like a ball player, you know? And he's like, I played in high school, you know, I tore my knee and shit, you know? So, right, right. So that was the kind of thing I was doing was I was literally going outside the box and like trying to find athletes who maybe played basketball and not football, but you know, wanted to play receiver or some shit like that. And, and that's what I did for two fucking years was I, I started recruiting in the most unusual ways, but it was finding athletes that I could, you know, coach up and stuff like that. But Jesus Christ, that is so hard to do when, you know, like I said, you've got the Patriots, you've got the soldiers who are on the come up at the time. And, and then, you know, Andy comes back and stuff. And, and it's really hard to get talent away from an established program, you know, even though, you know, like a lot of guys go into it with the best of intentions. Right. I just, I wish I would have met you like 10 years ago, because if I'd met you 10 years ago, I would have had a much better shot at getting you. I was coming from the the Bulldogs. Exactly. Yeah. On a decline. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. I just I had to I had to find out what the landscape of of Florida football was because I was gone for 10 years. And then I came back to, you know, the Tampa area, jumped on with the, the hitmen. And right off the bat, I was like, man, this this area can be had. But again, the Patriots weren't quite where they would get to. And it took me two years to put the Decepticons together because I had to scrape and claw for for talent that was looking for a home and stuff like that. I just I just burnt out, man. I burnt the fuck out, and you were super burnt out too because you you blew up on everybody on the sidelines side for, for laughing during the yeah losing yeah, the man, soldiers you, game. You you lose to the number two team. I'm, I'm just gonna keep going back to that. You lose yeah. to the number two team, and then you yeah. go against your rival. Yeah. And you're losing in yeah. the fourth quarter, and you're like, ah, yeah. that's cool. And you're laughing. Yeah. Right. I'm a competitor, man. Yeah. I, the jokes and shit come after we've yeah. we've iced up after the game. Yeah. You know, then it's like, all right, man, like, we can talk about it. Yeah. But in the middle of the battle, I'm not playing, yeah. man. I'm, you, I still have a chance to win. You remember when the when the media gave Derek. Anderson a hard time when he was playing with the Cardinals and Cardinals were losing, you know, like, I don't know, big time, like 36 to six or some shit like that. He didn't do shit in the game. You know, Larry Fitzgerald's over there. Like, why am I still on this team kind of thing? And uh, the media made a big thing about Derek Anderson, like laughing on the sidelines while they're getting blown out and stuff, you know? Yeah. And he, they're questioning his passion and everything, but that's exactly how I feel about it. Like you it's a business, right? Like, yeah, it's a game. You play, you know, the game because you love it, but you definitely don't go into a game thinking, oh, we're going to lose this fucking game, you know? <laughs> like, like you play like you want to win, and if you're not winning, you should be disappointed. You uh, know? I mean, at, especially at that time, I felt like it was more or less on when you talk about a team. So you talk about the Gladiators' defense. The first name you'll think of is Cliff. But if, if the Gladiators give up 60 points and the bulk of it on the ground, go, damn, what was Cliff doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so we got a lot. We got a lot of guys um, on the team that you know from the Patriots. You know they can hold it. Right. They hold it on too. Right. Yeah. I'm no, talking I, outside in though. You know, right, right, if you're right. not if you're not in the right. house, if you're just a fan, that's right. the first thing you think. Right. Of, you yeah. know, that's the that's the, the same thing. If the Chiefs right now, yeah. Kansas City, if they don't score, first name you're gonna go is what the hell is Mahomes doing? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So <laughs> when you talk shit on Facebook and saying we're going to beat the soldiers' ass, we're gonna kick them. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? They're not gonna be able to score. We're not gonna do nothing. And then. 
at the time, my, my name is the one that's that's come up, coming up for it. Yeah. And if, if you're laughing, and I'm sitting there, I, I have to go on Facebook now and, and defend it in the groups. Like, yeah, our yeah, team right. sucks. Right. You yeah. know, and this is our two weeks in a row. We, we got our ass kicked by the Patriots yeah. by 58 points. Yeah. You know, and then we're down two touchdowns. And, and if, you know, if I can toot your horn a little bit here, you were the only one who showed up to that Patriots game to play like it was like it was important, Absolutely. like it mattered, you know? And it showed because you scored two fucking touchdowns and, 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 and played your ass off, you know? Everybody else was just kind of like, well, this was fun, you know? <laughs> like, uh, once it got to, uh, I think it was like 35 to nothing in the first quarter. Then I was like, all right, I think we lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why we wanted him, too. Like, man, he's the only one that's like yeah. taking and that's, serious. But that's what know? I told him, too. I said, if you have a chance to play for the Patriots, you need to go play for them because that's your only chance to win a ring, you know, yeah. is is with that team. And honestly, he, he probably, if, if he, but he was banged up real bad, right, right, you know, right. because, again, in those three games we played in, he was the only guy who was out there, like, giving it his all. And, and he was banged up coming from the previous season we didn't have much downtime because we went right back into trying to build up the the war eagles and stuff if you could have gotten him at 100 percent, he could have helped out your defense a lot because he's he's you know the best safety in the fucking (laughs) you know he's this is how amazing this dude is is that he's a number one receiver but he his best work is done at the safety position you know (laughs) like the way he plays he's like the quarterback of the defense and that he thinks about it from what's you know what's this guy doing what's he looking for like you he also watches film he prepares for the games he knows who he's going up against you know i mean everything that you want to do as a player to prepare to win that's what he fucking does and I just I feel really bad that I, as good as I feel for you that you got a ring, I feel just as bad that you did it because you you uh, you deserve one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you, know? you know, and I actually would have won one with with you guys last year. If, yeah, you know the whole shit happened with my house. Right. Uh, so yeah. I was moving. I had yeah. I bought that. I put the money down for the uh, the house in Riverview. Uh, signed in the lease actually, and um, they go well. Sorry, man. The people that are, are here, they just don't want to move. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I've already <laughs> yeah. signed. I've already, right. I've given you the money. And yeah. They're like, well, they're not moving. So. And, and we joked that he would just, he would warm the bench against the fucking with the glads if he had to, <laughs> right. just to get a ring, you know. <laughs> right, down, like, right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at that point, yeah. I mean, I just, I was like, fuck yeah. it, I'll just stand. That's how I stay with the War Eagles in the FCFL, and yeah. and you guys went on to win. And, and again, even that year, uh, last year, uh, I'm pretty confident. Again, didn't go to the doctor, but pretty confident. I, I did something towards up to my knee, man. I. had so I'm thinking that this is it, even though I do kind of want to sit around on the bench this year just to just to grab this <laughs> ring. But I can't. I guess a cheap way to get put it. A, so. Put a, put a clipboard in your hands yeah. or some shit like that. <laughs> clipboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. Since since this is the last episode of the season, I'll go ahead and and, and drop a bombshell. What was supposed to happen before you got hurt was when you know Jason was forming his own league and everything. The deal that. Scott Murto was under the impression of was that the War Eagles are going to be his team, that Scott was going right. to get the War Eagles, and Jason was stepping away so that he could just be, you know, the the whatever you want to call it, the commissioner of the of the new league or whatever. Scott was going to run the War Eagles, and everybody was thrown off by this because then you know Jason just decides he's going to fold the team. And obviously the players were really pissed because then now all these guys don't have a home, you know, and these were again. Talking about how how hard it is to build the team, this was like three, a three year project trying to get all of that talent into one onto one team that wasn't already playing for the Patriots or the Soldiers or or the Glads or whatever. It was right, a exactly. Quarterback away. Yeah. And, and, a quarterback and, away, man. And the War Eagles built a fucking team. 
you know, that could definitely compete with anybody, but it was always about the quarterback. And they scared Mark away. You know, Mark came back healthy and then they benched him for Brett. And it's like Mark LaRosa is the most, you know, complete quarterback that's not on a roster right now playing quarterback. And they're like, oh, no, we want to go with the, you know, the, the young stud or whatever. But Mark had the experience. Mark could run the the read option and shit, you know, the stuff that you need to be able to do at the, at the semi-pro level to win games and everything. So the plan was that, you know, Scott was going to bring me back. Scott was going to run the team and he was going to bring me back and we were going to run the offense we wanted to run. And then I and then I would have gotten McFadden back, and then, I would know, have for sure. Been all, back. Exactly, yeah, like all of our guys. But then you know that happens, and on top of that, last game of the season or whatever it was, three three games left in the season, you also tore your damn knee. Yeah, stepped in a divot on the field and Ooh. tore. Yeah, yeah. At East Lake Field, man. And it was yeah, yeah I don't remember that. Field. And it was on a return. It was like you were kickoff team, right? Mm-hmm. Kickoff yeah. team when you did it. Yeah. So it was a meaningless play, you know, in a meaningless game. And he just like slowing down, and this is when it always happens too, right? It's when you when you're not going full speed. If you go full speed, unless you have a head on uh, head on head collision with somebody, you're gonna be okay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like full speed is how you loose. avoid every injury, you know, that there is. But as soon as you slow down or you go half speed and you take a hit or you step in a hole or something like that, that's how you get hurt, you know. And you were slowing down and just happened to step in a freaking ditch and. <laughs> Yeah, and man. and popped your damn knee out. Yeah, that sucks, man. It's crazy. Um, I'm going into my 16th season. I haven't missed one game yet my whole career. Isn't that really? insane, dude? Not, this dude as a linebacker, not, not, not going to yeah, yeah, right. I've never missed one game because of injury. Never missed a game. Period. This dude not is one. Even this, preseason. This dude is the baddest motherfucker in, in in semi pro football, man. Ever, like, man. See, you have to have you, you need to get someone to make a montage of your blow ups on centers. I, that yeah. to me is insane. Make a catch that's just never been injured. Just, he's just fucking running into people. And he's always running into the <laughs> offensive linemen, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not just that you that you run into them too. It's that you also know how to shed them if you if if if, if you do run into some resistance and shit. You know, like, the rare time the, the ones that I've seen is literally him just moving them out of the way and just staring at the ball here. Yeah. Well, that's like I said that year that, and I mean his his arms are still huge, but that year. Like there was a year there where his arms were like out of control, and and if he just gets extension on you, bro, you That's can't right. do anything yeah. with that because he's benching you away from him. You know, like how, how do you feel as a three hundred plus pound man being manhandled by a guy who's two hundred fifty pounds? Like you just like and tosses you to the side. You're just like, eh. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't uh, wouldn't be a fan of that. That's hurt. So you got anything else, Cliff? Uh, we good to go, man. Appreciate y'all for having me. We would uh, we would love to have you back when we go video. All right. If you want to come back in the studio, and we're yeah. probably going to start doing this thing where once we go video, if we can get a couple guys in at a time, right. then we can just tell stories and shoot the shit about stuff that happened on the field and everything. Yeah, maybe rival, yeah. you know, whoever you're playing that week, right? Yeah. In the area. Yeah. Since this, uh, now since that's this a season. great fucking idea. Yeah, actually, Cliff week, just came up with a really good idea. Let's try to get let's try to get him in here with a soldier yeah, the right. week they're about there to play. Martino <laughs> and Cliff. Yeah, there you go. I would love that shit. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we really appreciate having you on. We would love to have you again in the future. And, you know, wish you all the best and good luck this year, man. Thank Hope you, the man. Gladiators pull off number three. Thank you, man. All right, I'm going to go ahead and take us out here. For Damo and Cliff, this is Coach Casey. Thanks for listening to Semi-Pro. Inside the locker room.